episode 28 of the Sharp and the Square podcast. We took a day off yesterday, first day off in three weeks. Uh, the Sharp needed a little mental health day, it needed a day of recovery, a day to analyze his season and get ready for the Genesis Invitational, which is off and underway right now that he's locked into as we speak. Mr. Santu, how was your day of relaxation and rest? It was okay. Yes, why? Why? Because it was, I mean, I don't know. I don't like taking the day off. I just felt like I needed it. Like, my heart hasn't been in the handicapping the last few few days. And, like, after the big day Saturday, like, I, I feel like I just kind of let my guard down and stopped giving it the attention and the effort that is needed. Um, look, I've been at this religiously for three months. So. Oh, it's totally understandable. Just needed a, a, a slight day off. And then once the lines dropped for um, the games today, I uh, looked at them. Back on the wagon. Like some things, and I was happy to be back. All right. Well, let's get started right away. Iowa at Wisconsin. This one opened up as Wisconsin getting a point and a half. It has now been bet to Wisconsin as a two-point favorite at home. Um, I said this from the start. I liked Wisconsin in this one. Um, at home, they're off a loss versus Michigan where they blew. Now they have Iowa coming in. Iowa is off a game where, you know, they smoked Michigan State, but what does that mean anymore? Um, it just seems like a good spot for Wisconsin, especially at home. And, you know, they're going to really slow things down and slow the tempo down for Iowa, who likes to run and gun. And if Iowa doesn't shoot 40% from three, Wisconsin should be able to win this one. Yeah, you know, you make great points. Um, Wisconsin does a good job. Uh, forcing you to run your offense all the way through, right? Mm-hmm. Iowa's not going to get a bunch of quick, quick open looks. Um, and I think they're due for a little regression. Like the last couple of games, they've, they've been red hot from three. And I think it's, it's fair to assume that they won't shoot 55% and maybe it'll go back down to like 35%. Um, we've seen Iowa really struggle this season to defend the perimeter. I don't know who guards Demetri Trice. He is one of the best point guards in the conference. I don't know how Iowa stops him. Um, Iowa also really struggles defending the three. Like, they'll let you shoot a lot of threes. Wisconsin wants to shoot threes. They always shoot threes better at home at the Kohl Center. Like, that that has been a fact of the matter for a long time. Um, And, like, Wisconsin's been a bit of a disappointment this season, but, like – it opened one and a half as them them one and a half point dogs. Like that was a really bad number. I'm glad we we pounded it immediately. I still like it minus two. Like I think, I, I think these teams are really close. Um, and I think Wisconsin really needs a win at home. I think they match up better. They're better defensively. I don't think that there's an edge really on the glass either way. I think that if Iowa wants to go two bigs, Wisconsin can can go two bigs and combat it. Like I, I think it's a really good matchup for for the Badgers. And I think that they are. Uh, in a really good position to go get one, um, to go get one tonight. So I'm with you on Wisconsin, bro. Cool. Awesome. Next up, let's keep it in the Big Ten. Ohio State at Penn State. Penn State now a four-and-a-half-point home favorite. Home dog. This one came, home, dog. Yeah, home dog, home dog, home dog, sorry. Four-and-a-half-point home dog. When this one came out, I said Penn State just because – I knew that was like the sharp side, right? Like they're at home, they're getting points, more than two possessions. Well, not really, now it's four and a half, but you know, two possessions at home 
Ohio State has been red hot in the Big Ten as of late. They've been red hot on the road. And I've been saying it the last couple of times we've talked about Ohio State. They're due for a clunker in the Big Ten. Is tonight the night? Maybe the, tonight's the night they win by two on, on the road. Um, I, I don't know, though. I, I didn't bet this one yet. Um, but it's made, like, I, I, I also like the Ohio State side. I'm so torn on this one because, like, just look at Ohio State's resume these last couple of weeks. They've just been smoking teams on the road at home. Doesn't matter who they're playing. Um, Penn State, is, they're not world beaters. They're a good Big Ten team. Don't get me wrong. They're in the bottom tier of the conference. But that's just they've played a very tough schedule, and they've had some tough games this year. But I, I want to hear you, your thoughts on this. I, I, I haven't really talked to you about this game much yet. Yeah, I like Penn State tonight, um, but I have no pulse on Ohio State, so that may mean just go bet Ohio State because yeah. – my record on games involving Ohio State is really shitty. Um, I think Penn State is – I mean, Penn State nearly won at Ohio State a few weeks ago. Like, we should just think about that. So, they, they know they can win this game. They're going to come in confident. Um, Penn State's really good defending the three. I think that's important. You know, they've got a, they've got a bunch of guards that they can kind of filter in and, and, and pressure the basketball and, and drive and attack. And I just think that, you know – Penn State is not a bad basketball team. They're hungry. Ohio State's due. I think Penn State's due for another big win. I think that their athleticism can cause some, some problems for Ohio State. My feeling is I've been fading Ohio State like crazy. Why stop now? You know? <laughs> like, like, why You're stop? you get one of these. Yeah. Um, you know, if I was going to bet Ohio State, if I was going to bet Maryland, I should say, is a three-and-a-half-point home dog to Ohio State, I kind of have to bet Penn State is a five-point home dog to Ohio State. So, uh, I did crossing my balls and hoping it works. Um, not confident in it, in it at all. I just, you said it like Ohio state's due for a clunker, man. It's gotta happen. So go Nittany. Go Nittany. All right. Uh, Colorado at Oregon, Oregon. A of Nittany, bro. How about the recruit Rutgers football landed last night? Oh my God. The Philly kid. Yep. Yeah. I, the Newman Goretti boy. Yes. I mean, four star recruit. Yeah. Four star. What's his name? Jalen Johnson? Uh, not Jalen, Anthony. Anthony. Johnson. I thought he was, a, from the, over the summer, I thought he was like a Penn State, like shoe in for Penn State, because all these Philly stars uh -huh. up at Penn State. But I don't know. I guess uh, I guess we won one. Credit, credit Cochiano, credit Fran Brown. Pretty awesome. That was Fran Brown. That was all Fran Brown, man. Oh. He is, he. that's why Greg Schiano hired Fran Brown on his staff because Fran Brown knows the Philadelphia, South Jersey area better than anyone. And it's already paying dividends. So it's pay yeah. it's been paying a ton of dividends. Mm -hmm. I mean, our, our top two recruits over the last two years are, are Philly guys, right? Um, Elijah Clark, I think is from Camden uh, mm -hmm. the back and um, Anthony Johnson. So let's go. That's, a, that's exciting. I, I just, Very I mean, exciting. it feels good to go into, I mean, even though Philly should be Rutgers territory, it is Penn State territory. Yeah, yeah, right. It feels 100% should be Rutgers territory. It feels good that we were able to, to to take one away from from Penn State. That's Yeah, and not to mention, like, this kid had an offer from Alabama, Auburn, Oregon. Yeah. Like, he was considering all those schools in his top five, so feels good. Yep. Colorado at Oregon. Oregon, a three-point favorite at home. You told me the other day, this is how you bet Big 12 basketball. You bet on Colorado and Utah at home and you fade them on the road. You're yep. fading them on the road tonight. Yeah, I bet it I bet it as soon as it opened yesterday at one and a half. I bet it up to three and a half. Yeah. Line's wrong. Oregon's better than Colorado. 
plain and simple. Colorado beat Oregon at Colorado. I expect Oregon to come out hungry. They're playing well. Uh, I, I think that they are going to be able to force turnovers. They're athletic enough to cause some problems for, for Colorado, I think, in the, um, in the backcourt. Like, Oregon is finally at full strength, and at full strength, Oregon is the best team in the Pac-12, period, stop. And now, here they are at home against a team that they have already lost to this year in a close game at Colorado. Man, I really, like, I really like Oregon. It's probably my favorite play of the night. Like, I don't, I just think the line opened because of analytics numbers, and I think Oregon right now is undervalued because of their efficiency ratings. Um, and I think their efficiency ratings are just wrong because they haven't been at full strength. They've been at full strength the last week, beat Arizona State on the road, like destroyed Arizona State on the road, beat Arizona on the road without even playing well. And now they're home at full strength against Colorado, who is is good, but I don't think they're nearly as good as Oregon. So I, I like the Ducks quack, quack. Quack, quack. All right, let's keep it in the Pac-12. Arizona at UCLA. UCLA a two-point home favorite. Yeah, I like Arizona. I got no interest in back in UCLA. I think they're a paper tiger. I actually think they stink. Um, they're like, I don't know how they score these days. Uh, Cody Riley's a beast inside, but I mean, if there's one team in the Pac-12 outside of USC that has the front court to, 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 to just make life difficult, it's um, the Arizona front court. They've got Christian Coloco, Ira Lee. Uh, I mean, I can, I can reel off names all, all, all morning, um, but they, they just, they have like four bigs that all play big minutes, all defend, can all score in the paint. Uh, UCLA is in a lot of trouble. Cody Riley's banged up. Um, their backup center, Jalen Hill, is out for personal reasons. Um, I think UCLA has good guards, but their guards aren't good enough to score, if that makes any sense. Like they're just not – they're not shot makers. Um, so I just – I just think Arizona's better. I think UCLA is fading. I don't think UCLA should be favored over Arizona. I think that the three top teams, four top teams in the Pac-12 right now are Arizona, Oregon, USC, and Colorado. And I just don't think UCLA is in that realm. And, you know, Arizona wants revenge. They lost at home to UCLA earlier when UCLA was at full strength. UCLA is not at full strength. I just think Arizona is the better team, and I don't think they should be getting points. Okay. Uh, game of the night for us and – hopefully in the Big Ten uh, or in the country, other than Iowa, Wisconsin. Rutgers at Michigan. Michigan, a nine-point home favorite. Man, that is a lot of points in the Big Ten on any given night, especially with a team like Rutgers, who is a, a very good Big Ten team. Michigan is also very good off that COVID pause, took care of business against, uh, against Wisconsin in their last game. Uh, as an underdog too, uh, Justin, what's what do the Scarlet Knights have to do tonight? What 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 is what is their one thing they have to do to win the game? Wow, um, they got to do a lot of things. Oh, all right, they have to do a lot of things. But what is the most important thing that they can do? Take shots. Um, number That's one, always the key. Uh, they got to defend the three point line, I think, um, and protect the basketball. Like Michigan is so long and athletic. And they've got such good shooters that they, they're just, they're really hard to beat. Like, they're really good. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Like, they're a really good team. Rutgers hasn't beaten them. They're the only team in the Big Ten that Pykele's still looking to beat. Um, they just do everything well. Like, they've got a really good interior presence in Hunter Dickinson. They've got great length on the wings, right? And Franz Wagner, Isaiah Livers, Shondi Brown. 
good ball handlers, Eli Brooks, Mike Smith, like they are really good. Like they're a really complete basketball team. They defend at a really high level. They rebound like this. They're so good. They are so good. Um, However, I mean, this feels like a classic sandwich spot. So I think that is the one thing going for Rutgers fan. I don't know if that's going to play a role in Rutgers getting an outright win because when it comes to Rutgers, I don't give a shit if they cover the spread or not. I just need them to win. Um, Right. Michigan just came off COVID pause. Huge comeback win at Wisconsin. That's a huge win. And now on Saturday or Sunday, I forget what it is, this weekend, they play Ohio State. Mm -hmm. Arch rival also in the top five in the country. Like that is a marquee game. As marquee as a game you're going to get at this point in the season. And Rutgers is just kind of tidying in into that little sandwich spot, right? They're the meat in, in, in that in between the bread. So I don't know if Michigan's going to come out sluggish. Probably not. I mean, they've been pretty awesome this year, but you know, I think Michigan is, is, I don't know where they're vulnerable. Like I, I like I'm trying to think about a weakness. Like I don't know where they're vulnerable. Like, like I was vulnerable in perimeter shooting. Rutgers didn't make perimeter shots. You know, Illinois is is vulnerable on in transition, and Rutgers was able to get out in transition against them. You know, and and like I think Ohio State is is vulnerable inside, and Rutgers was never able to establish an advantage because the fucking referees. So like you, those are the top teams in the Big Ten, and that's where they are weak. Like Michigan doesn't have a weakness like that. Mm-hmm. That's where that's that's where they. Like, that's why they're so good. They don't have that kind of weakness. Um, so Rutgers is just going to have to have a hot shooting night and hope Michigan misses a lot of shots. Like, I really think that's the the key. Oh, and Miles Johnson has to stay out of foul trouble. Yep. That's, I mean, that's always the key because Hunter Dickinson's so good. But, like, Miles Johnson has to stay out of foul trouble. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't bet this game. Um, Morikawa just missed an eagle putt. Sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't bet this game because I think they're – Nine feels like a lot of points. You're right, Matt. Yeah. But like, I mean, Michigan's pretty fucking good. Yeah. So, yeah. so is Rutgers though. Like that's the thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I have bet Penn state, I think plus five and a half at Michigan. So it's not like, it's not like I wouldn't look at Rutgers here. It's just, I mean, Michigan has proven to be really, really. Yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to bet against Michigan this season, even, even with a large number like that. Yeah. Um, but I think the spot sets up well for Rutgers. Like you said, it's a great sandwich spot. Like, they're off a huge comfort behind emotional win off a two-week COVID pause. Now they go home to play Rutgers, thing like that. And then they go this weekend and play Ohio State, the top five team. So it is it sets up perfectly for an upset. But will it happen? It's hard to say. Um, but great. looking forward to that one. Agreed. Great Thursday night slate, I will say. It's a great thir- – yeah. and it was supposed to be better. With There were some Big 12 and SEC games that were high-level games that were canceled um, because of the weather. But like you got a Thursday night slate with what I mean, basically four like top forty matchups. Like that's pretty pretty off five. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. awesome. It is great. Um, all right, last game I have written down was Houston at Wichita. Wichita seven and a half point home dog. I don't know if you have anything on this or if you have another game you wanted to touch on. Yeah, nothing on this. Um, no, no play. Uh, okay. Lean Wichita is the home dog. Um, they played Houston tight at Houston, but like, I don't, I don't have a play on it. Um, uh-huh. I haven't really handicapped it well. I feel like Houston hasn't played in a little while. Um, I don't know. It just that's all right. Nothing. Yeah. Anything else before we wrap up? Yeah, I um, I don't have any other plays. I think it's interesting to touch on the St. Mary's Gonzaga game. 
think Gonzaga is like a 20 point favorite. Like St. Mary's played them tight in, in Moraga. Um, and like, if they're able to dictate tempo, like they were in that first game, they should be able to hang in there. Like that's an interesting one. Um, Washington state's only a two and a half point favorite at home against Cal. If Isaac Bonton plays and that's Washington state's superstar point guard. And like, you can still get two and a half, three and a half. That's kind of a hammer. Like Washington state is just a lot better than Cal. And if, if they're, they're cog, you know, Isaiah, 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 excuse me, Isaac Bonton plays like that's an auto bet. Um, that's really it um, in the Pac-12 for me. Like, I think Stanford should be able to dominate Washington, but it's a large number to cover on the road. You know, any mid-major match stuff tonight, bro? No, nothing. I actually looked too earlier. I couldn't – nothing jumped out at me. Nothing – I looked into a few games. I looked into a few numbers. Eh, nothing. Nothing. All so, right. The record stands at 9-1. and one. Looking for win 10 sometime this week for sure. Um but yeah, uh, good good episode, Mr. Santoop, off a what are, off what a day we, off. What are what are you on tonight? What do we got? I am on um, Wisconsin. I haven't pulled the trigger on the Ohio State Penn State game yet. I'm I, I'm getting gun shy about that one. I might not. Okay. Um, I'm on UCLA minus two. UCLA minus two. I'm, I mean Arizona plus two. Arizona plus two. Um, and Oregon minus three. Okay. Yeah. So we're we're on the same page with a lot of these. Right. Um, yeah, but yeah. And Wisconsin as well. So we're, we, we got a lot of consensus plays here. Um, I may or I mean, may not, I may or may not have parlayed all four money lines. <laughs> that means you have that, that is not recommended folks. That does not come recommended. I only do it when I have like a couple other, a couple extra cents left in the balance because I, I, I don't know why, but like when I look at my balance, I'm like OCD about making sure it's all whole numbers. So Why? like if I, I don't know I just am so like if there's like so like if the balance is like two hundred one point six three right yeah that that extra one sixty three is going on some sort of bullshit parlay that's hilarious OCD yep. it is yep. that is yeah. total OCD it's all right all right well we will be back tomorrow uh, two episodes come tomorrow. We got the Super Saturday episode, and we will break down. I haven't even looked at the slate tomorrow. It's Sucks. probably poopy. Sucks. Um, oh, it is terrible. It sucks. It's Boise State, Utah State, and, like, I think there's Toledo one. Toledo and Buffalo. Yeah, and there's one A-10 game worth mentioning. Um, what is it? I think it's St. Saint- Louis Dayton. So, yes. it. Yeah, so that'll be a quick one. But yeah, actually, we'll- if you're if you're looking if you're on the lookout for Friday lines, like get Utah State where it opens. It's a perfect zigzag spot. They just lost to Boise in a really good close game that could have gone either way. And now yeah. I like them in the in the zag coming back. Especially okay. if they're a dog, I'm just gonna be on it right away. Good, 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 good. good. All right, Mr. Stop Tube. I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, bro.